Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience with Bishop David Yali of Catch the Anointing Center, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Bishop Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident bishop of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La Accra, Ghana. He has an insight into the Word of God and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word. Your person, your presence, the person of the Holy Ghost, in us and with us. This morning we come to you, Father in heaven, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, soaked in the blood of the Lord Jesus. Whatever followed us here, by the blood, we dismiss them back to hell in the name of Jesus. And we pray that Father, you do what you do at the end of the age. Ephesians 1.10 Put together this meeting in heaven in your dear son. Let the angels of God descend on Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit fill this place. Father, sit as Lord and as king in the name of Jesus rule over the service bless your people father we curse anything that is not of God we break the spirit of witchcraft by the name of Jesus we break spells and incantations by the authority of Jesus we bind the strong man and distractions in the name of the Lord Jesus and I pray the Lord fill me with the Holy Ghost to preach the word of God from the depth of my heart. I bless your name and I give you praise in Jesus' name. And let everybody say Amen. Let us be seated. You are all welcome. To church. Well, by the grace of God, we returned from our camp yesterday. Those of you who couldn't make it, you greatly missed. And I wish you were there. But um, next time, after first and come. Well, we'll be, we'll be learning about being as wise as a serpent. John, sorry, Matthew 10, 16. This is the words of God. If God became a man, what would he tell us? And God did become a man. And he's telling us things. And he said, that, Behold, I send you forth a sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as wise as a serpent and as harmless as a dove. Now Jesus is saying that the world, you see, the, the, the world is a fallen place. It's a fallen world. And um, Satan, the devil, our arch enemy, is, is the God of this world. You see, and just as God, we are born again, God has his people. He also has people, including unseen uh, entities, fallen angels, demons, all kinds of creatures. Are you understanding who are influencing people? So, 
you need a certain wisdom to be able to operate and not only survive but also to triumph as a sheep of Jesus Christ and um, we're learning about serpents at master, masters at, uh, of frugality of frugality and we said that when a snake gets a prey it eats up the whole prey it doesn't waste at all it doesn't waste and I said when we were children we didn't waste food our parents didn't waste food if we bought rice what is left tomorrow is heated and warmed and it's eaten even fufu it is, it is put there heated the following day it, it doesn't taste the same but at least it is it is eaten you see they were teaching us how not to waste but now there's so much wasted wastage you see because if the snake doesn't doesn't become do that it means that every time he has to be looking for food and he can easily be killed can't be killed is he so frugality is a wisdom that God wants, wants us to have and I said that even God himself when he became a man and he, f- he had a power to multiply food he still gathered the fragments son, Luke chapter 15 verse 11 the prodigal son a certain man had two sons the younger said to his father daddy Give me the portion of good that befallen unto me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, he took his portion and went into a far country. And there he wasted his substance on riotous living. So that word waste is the word prodigality, which is the opposite of frugality. You see, so being a, a, a non frugal or a prodigal person. He wasted his substance until he became very poor or destitute. And we say that, you see, anything can be used to help you. And we call that resources. A resource is, is it can be money, material, stock. Or, any, or, or even staff, human beings, who can be used to help you to function very well. So you need various resources. Even anointing is God's resource to help you. You understand what I'm saying? So, so, so anything can be wasted. Anything can be wasted. You can be, you can waste anything which would have helped you. Because you may think you're just wasting, but maybe you are, you, are, you are wasting, you are wasting the grace of God. Or you are wasting fatherliness. Or motherliness. You, mean, you never used all that your mother had. You understand me? You didn't tap into all that she had. All her experiences. Good. Bad. You never tap into all your father's experiences, his mistakes, his victories. You never use them, and you're also repeating the same mistakes. And that's what happened to us. You can waste a church 
the church is a blessing. The church, let me tell you, the church is probably the greatest, not probably, is the greatest blessing on earth. Because it is the only thing that is divine. When you say institution, church and marriage, these two things, they are from God. So, and it is, it is, it is, so there are two, two main divine channels that God uses to bless. Two main divine channels that God uses to bless. I don't care what you think and I don't care what you believe in but I'm talking about the Bible. It's because a, a, a blessing doesn't mean that you are the richest man in the world. Oh yes. I mean being the richest man in the world doesn't mean that you are blessed. You're only talking about financial blessing. But you said somebody who even lives in La is happier than a person who is the richest man. Very happy. Can laugh. You can laugh. Job 28, verse 1. There is a path. No, there is a Job 20, verse 1. The Job 28 verse 1. Jesus. There is a vein for silver. And there is a place where they find gold. They find, find, refine. There's a place. In other words, God has put silver and gold. And these are the treasures of God. These are the treasures of God. Very important treasures of God. Silver and gold. So you see a lot of gold in the temple. And you see silver being used in trading. Silver. So Jesus was even sold for 30, 30 pieces of silver. And he said, there's a path. Or there's a vein. You see, until we find your vein, we can't get blood from you. If we just take the needle and stick into your muzzle, we can't find vein. We can't find blood. So we have to tie your hands with a tourniquet. So your veins will engorge. And then we, we draw blood. And God has also put his silver or graces in veins. And then he has put his gold in places. Places. So it's not everywhere that you can find gold. Look. If we're a galamse man and you say you like a lot of money but you want to come 
to La and do Galamse. You, you, it will be a loss because there's no gold in La. If there was gold, I'm sure a lot of people have sold their houses. So if you want gold, you have to go to where you can find gold. So also, God also puts gold in places. And the two places, should I tell you? Two places that God puts his treasures is the church and men of God. As I say, what I'm saying, you can decide not to believe it. Because the anointing is treasure. So, he, so, so in the house of God, they are, look, Steve Jobs was very rich. But he died of a pancreatic tumor. That's something to do with pancreas. What produces insulin. He did all kinds of. They did all kinds of. He went to India. Blah blah blah. blah. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't work. Then you see that. Look. Money actually doesn't answer all things. But even a dead man's bones, called Elijah. Elijah. He is dead. A man dies, we don't know what killed the man. And the man's body falls upon the dead bones of the anointed man and the treasure in the bones causes the man to rise up. I mean, who would like dead bones? I said, who would like dead bones? <laughs> Nobody likes dead bones. But, but 2 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, chapter 4 verse 6, is it verse 6 or 7? 4? Second Corinthians. Is it first six or four seven? Yes, four seven. It's about we have this treasure in earthen vessel, that is human beings. That the excellency of the power will be of God and not of us. In other words. God put treasures in human beings. His spirit, the anointing. So that when the power is working, we say it's not a man. It is God. Because how can, how can a man just stand and say blind eyes are being opened and truly Blind eyes are being opened. It's a treasure. I say it's a treasure. I say it's a treasure. I say it's a treasure. So the same can can declare you are blessed. It's a treasure. I mean, if the, if the same words can open a blind eye and the same word can cause the cripple to walk, then when the same words come to you, you are blessed. So I'm talking about veins and places. Silver, gold. It's what he puts it in an earthen vessel. There's a treasure in this church. There's gold in this church. Yes, you don't have to see, but there's gold here. 
And you, say, you may despise the place, you may look at the environment, you may look, you may look at the small, small boys who are running, but there's a treasure here. You can decide to stay outside. It's up to you. You have to believe in the church and see that look, even though physically there's no gold in La, but in LA, in our church, there's gold here. And I see you having gold. I said, God will drop some gold into your pocket, put some gold into you, and things will change. And you see that many aspects of your life will now start becoming golden. They will wonder, how do you look like gold? How come your marriage is golden? How come your family is golden? How come everything looks golden about you? He said, oh, it is because of God. That is why you don't have to prodigalize the church. Don't waste the church as a resource to help you. Don't waste it. Don't waste your pastor as a resource. He may not do anything for you. Look, one day, went for a meeting and at the meeting as I was, we were sitting down it was a bishop's meeting for three days or three or four days then bishop started praying to close us and I said oh God that this man will lay hands on us as I said in my head. And he wouldn't lay hands. And I think that God saw my heart. So now he prayed and came to stand in front of me. And was praying. And I said, well, if he will not lay hands, I'll lay my leg. So I just use my knee to touch his. Like the woman with the issue of blood. He didn't feel it. But as I was praying, suddenly I started screaming. Oh yes. I started screaming. I started screaming. And I could hear him say, God is here. The presence of God is here. Look, after that, eh, something changed. Because as we're going home, another bishop met me. So he said, Ah, have you cut your hair? Is it to say very, it's very strange? Because we are all in this place. Have you cut your hair? I said, I've not come another. It's because he could see a change. To a treasure, so you can waste any resources. There can be huge blessing of a church, blessing of a, of what of a of a pastor, blessing of whatever, but you can waste it. And do you know why? There is 
a sickness. Or there is something called delusions. Today the Holy Ghost is breaking away all our delusions. Current state delusion. What is your current state delusion? What is deceiving you right now? What is deceiving you? Because all of us are, are prone to deceptions every time. At every stage of life, something will try to deceive you. The highest form of deception we see in Mark 5. The madman of Gadara. He decided to leave home and go and live at the cemetery. What is wrong with your mind? And the Bible says that he had, he had always been bound with fetters and chains and he broke them. In other words, nobody could advise him. He was a breaker of laws and rules. And he sat there day and night with stones cutting himself and crying. Why would you cut yourself? Why would you smoke and be coughing? Why would you be drinking when you know that your leg is getting swollen and you're, 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 you are changing? But you see, you will be destroying yourself. Why, why would you all you call it, this guy you are following, you have done four abortions and you are still following him. So, so, so why? Why? And they advise you and you cannot because, you see, there is something wrong. Something is deceiving you. That's why all of us are exposed to deceptions. And the king, the Lord Jesus, my God, arrives and he sees Jesus, the man that nobody could advise. Now, he calls Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth, son of the Most High God. Because it, the demons in him could recognize the anointed one. Whilst normal human beings could not see him and were killing him, the demons recognized and said, Come out of him. And as what they said, We are many. Hey. And they begged Jesus that please don't drive us out of the area. And that they want to enter the pigs. He let them go. Now, in Mark 5 15. The Bible says that when the people of the city came around, Mark 5 15, they come to see Jesus and him that was possessed with a devil. He had, had legend. Legend is 6,000 demons. Okay. He was clothed in his right mind and they were afraid. He was clothed, clothed, clothed. It means that at first he was clothed with the devils but now he had a right mind right mind so the point I'm trying to say is that you see wastage and prodigality he, was, he wasted a home wasted friends 
wasted whatever and was sitting somewhere, his life was bizarre. The reason for wastage is that the mind is not working properly. And that is why when Jesus said, be wise as a serpent, wisdom, your wisdom shows how you are thinking. You see, your wisdom shows how you are thinking. When you see a 56-year-old man standing outside the, the front of the church and he has unzipped and he's weary, which people they do, it shows the person's wisdom. Some even people in a polythene bag and they throw it in front of you. It shows their wisdom. Yes. Show wisdom. I mean, if you have river bodies that have now become brown, it's not showing our wisdom. It's showing our wisdom. Like you, you, don't, you don't value rivers. <laughs> you don't even value the fish that you catch. You don't even value the transportation. Yes. You don't value. So the prodigal son after Something was deceiving him. You see, delusion is a half of deception. Because when they tell you the truth, right, you still don't believe. It's like you just accept lies. But it is evil spirit. So today, very briefly, I want to talk about the delusion of discontentment. Because, because that is what affected this guy. The delusion of discontentment. He was a discontented son. And we are all prone to discontentment. You see, discontentment is an evil spirit. That fights everybody. But the thing that will make us be able to overcome by the grace of God, first of all, is success. He said, but godliness with contentment is great gain. In other words, a godly person will more likely experience the twin brother of godliness, which is called contentment. Christ-likeness. When you live like God, think like God, you'd be very contented. So, this boy Jesus Christ This boy had his own delusions. 
the younger boy. What does it mean to be discontented? To be discontented? It is dissatisfaction with current circumstances. When you are dissatisfied with your current circumstances, we are not saying, I'm not saying that you should be happy with your current citizen. You see, you should. You should not be happy with your current situation because of the goal ahead. But it shouldn't create discontentment. It is when it creates discontentment that's where the motive is what becomes wrong. So when you are, dis- when you are dissatisfied with your current circumstances, you can easily be deceived. So, he was dissatisfied with his current home. He had a home. Or he had a church. He had a home. He had a church. But he could not see the resources of the home. Your father is very rich. Everything is there. A godly father. But he said, no, I want to move out. So some people leave the church because they are dissatisfied with the church. They want something. They want something else. What else do you want to experience? What else? <laughs> what else? What else? One lady said that, "Oh, I saw I Why? Because where she was coming from when they are praying, they clap their hands. And here we don't clap our hands. Ooh. Because God didn't say that when we are praying to clap our hands. There's no way in the Bible there was a when we are praying. When we, we have been uh, praying, we should clap our hands. There's no way in the Bible. But there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. So if, if you're also not doing it, there's also nothing wrong with it. Maybe we want to keep ourselves awake. I don't know. I don't know. But so because of that, oh, you know, there's no prophetic. The pastor, Pastor Bert and his friend, he's a pastor in the US now. They used to work in a certain shop in Koforodia. And the man used to tease them. Oh, your pastor, he doesn't see anything. Come to our church. <laughs> what do I want to see? There is enough in the scriptures to see. If God has not shown me anything, why do, why do I want to force and see? But at least, Bible says in Isaiah chapter 2 verse 1, the visions of what? Isaiah the son of Amos concerning Judah in Jerusalem, which he he saw. Uh, what? Put that for me. Isaiah 2. I wonder why this one too. The word that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah. 
He saw the word. Yes. Maybe he was reading Jeremiah. He saw the word. Because the word, there are also pictures. I didn't know history. I didn't know events. So you can even have a picture of actually what, what happened. If you are reading about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, you can have a picture of what happened. Yes. So you can be, you can be, you can be very discontented about the church and you leave. So I'm, I'm leaving here to go and join traffic light church. It's a, it's a delusion. It is, it is, it is prodigality. Sometimes even your home, your home, your home that you live in, you are not happy with the home because you see somebody's home. They have Lexus in the home and you, your father has a bicycle. It's important. Be contented. Be Be contented. Home, yes, be happy with your church. Be happy with what your church. Don't waste your church. Don't do what waste your church. He was dissatisfied with his father. I don't want to be under your daddy anymore. <laughs> I'm tired of your preaching. You have grown under this preaching for all these years. It is this preaching that has made you. Now you say you are tired of the preaching and you don't like the preaching. What has made you? It's a delusion. What has made you? Is he... All about me. I mean, everything I know, I know it from the church. Everything. There's not. Look. Maybe I'll say majority of the things I know. But most of your your home, they didn't teach you anything. You just ate, sleep, ate, sleep, ate, sleep, ate, sleep. There was little advice. When you play the food and they beat you small. But like to sit you down, like I am talking to you for one hour. I'm having a which parent will talk to you for one hour. But that was the home that made you. And I say, you don't like your father. You have been in the church for years and the church has made you. And I say, you don't like your father. Your father is an old man. You can even insult your father. There's a delusion somewhere. That's why we must always pray for mercy. The Lord have mercy on me. Whatever is deceiving me now, let the spirit of truth shine upon my head. Sometimes you are offended about your pastor. Because he preached, because he rebuked you. I mean, you see, every child, what I'm saying eh, is not you are special. Everybody is prone to deception. You can be angry at rebukes. Everybody, there's nobody. 
there's nobody who will not be angry. If if like ask even the Pope, he will tell you that maybe a certain Pope also spoke and he also became angry, but he recovered. You see, you you have to come out of the delusion. So this guy was deluded and left home. Initially, everything was okay. He was enjoying. But the Bible said, then arose a mighty famine. Is that so? You see, when you talk to experienced people, when they advise him, one of the things that is no human being is a uh, it's a meteorologist. Is it meteorologist? Pastor Strick, I always get confused with the, the weather people and the people your own. I always, I always get. It's, which, which one is the weather people? Meteorologist. And yours is meteorologist. 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 So they can say, there's some wind in uh, Togo, and that in, in about 24 hours' time, it will rain in Accra. We cannot predict our lives. You can't predict all. That, that is also a delusion. That's why when you take certain decisions, oh, I don't need you. You are, you are deluded. You are what? Deluded. One day, one of my colleagues He signed a police form, an assault case, and the case went to the court. When the case went to the court, the doctor was invited to come and testify. So he got there in the morning and he tried to read the judge. He said, oh, I'm a doctor. Can you call fast, fast track so that you can call my case? I can go. The judge says, no. Doctor, so what? Because I am the boss. Woman judge, them the boss. The one charge here. You can't dictate what I'm. The guy stayed there. He left the court almost after one. And he was on duty. This is a senior colleague. So he went. When he went, he went back to work. They were on duty to do at the emergency doing surgeries. He was there now. They called him. Somebody has come with appendicitis. When he went, it was the woman judge. This is a true case. Woman judge. But you see, when you're a Christian, you have to let things go. Because I know some other wild guys. Some other, I know some other wild doctors. They would have, they would have shown her. Yes. Because if you want to show somebody, it's easy. Oh, do this, uh, do these investigations, do this research. In that research state, in other words, give her more fluids. Nina, not or the ball last No, no, Oh yes. So what I'm trying to say is that we cannot predict tomorrow. 
So you can say, I don't need a church. You will need a church tomorrow. When I was I buried four church members. And they all left the church. But when they died, then the family said that they have church members. Say, Lord, have mercy on me. I need a church. I need my father. I need Mr. Black God Mills. Hey, say, I need him, Papa. We should pray that he lives long. He was dissatisfied with, with authority. I don't want to be under authority anymore. Look, sometimes God can even put you on a very hard leadership. Yes. For a reason. He put David under a very hard authority. So, I mean, the authority wants to kill you. But David behaved wisely. He didn't rebel against Saul. That's why his kingdom was very stable. And Jesus had to come and sit on that table because it was a non-rebellious throne. I can do without authority figure. He was dissatisfied with having a brother. I need new friends. It's my brother Inoshe. I need guys where you know they share. I need some sisters where they share. You know, we can go out, you can move here, move here. Rather than move with holy sisters, say no, I need wild sisters. Bad friends. May the Lord help us. He was dissatisfied with being dependent. Because once was there. He was dependent. He said, no, I want to be independent. When I'm on my own, minutes ago in Ghana, we said, we want independence. Now! Now! And we want the whole Africa to be independent. The, 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 what? Independence of Ghana is meaningless unless it is linked total independent liberation of Africa. <laughs> but Africa is even now even more dependent than when we were colonized. Hey, we are, indep- we are, we are, we are dependent to share. If, you don't, if they don't give you money, you can't survive. But 
But sometimes, what you don't know that just staying dependent makes you a better person. I'm a brand pastor. I, mean, I, want to, I also want to be the, we call a general overseer. So I want to take the church. Look. At the branch, I know the head pastor. I know the head pastor. Yes. I'm not looking for you. Also, I'm not the head pastor here. Yes. <laughs> I'm the head pastor here. But it is rather to be a head pastor under a head pastor. Never try to be on your own. Some of you, you've cut off yourself from certain important relationships where you could have received advice. Just advice. Just advice. It's not that they'll tell you what to do, but just, oh, no, I think she do it this way. And when they say you you do, like Esther and Mordecai. Esther was a queen. She was on her own. She doesn't need anything. But Mordecai said, No. Esther, this thing. Do this. And she said, Esther was, is doing it. You see, I'm just trying to show us. How all of us are prone to deception. Everybody. Amen. You are married and you are in your home. Even, I'm glad I'm coming even wives. You are in your home. But you start looking at other husbands. And you are there very discontented. And you don't do this. You don't do this. You don't even know that the husband you are looking at is an Amrava. One day, Pastor to he said a church member, the husband was an MP. But the tens, juju, snakes, that vomits money. Oh, yes. There's no easy. The woman is even dead. You see, so maybe you may see a lot of pajeros, this, blah, blah. You don't, you don't even know. The soft money. So it is, it is the reason for your bad behavior in the house. Because you think that you have married some sansenyi. That's what I'm finding. Sansenyi. You know sansenyi? Like some useless person. No, the person is very useful. Oh, if I was married to a minister for rivers and lakes. Deluded. 
That's why we are praying. See, because there is a general discontentment in the whole world. It's, the world is full of seven point five billion discontented men and women. You are also a husband. Also deluded. You are married, but you see another bottles. Meanwhile, this same bottles, the thing that flows through you, that is the same feces, 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 feces. I shouldn't say it. Unless the one you are seeing, it, it, it produces, uh, what do you call it, a silver feces. The Lord help us all to be content. He was following girls. And his life became nothing. You see, that's not the wisdom of, of, of the serpent. Sometimes, you see, sometimes you even want to go abroad. Oh, Yankee, Yankee. <laughs> because of discontentment. Let me tell you if you're a Christian, listen to your heart. That's what the Holy Spirit is. It's not everything that we follow. Maybe in about five years' time, you see that it is not as you thought it was. God wants us to be contented. You see people going for loans because they want, they want money, they want to buy a car, they want to do that. You see that you owe them all kinds of pressures. Your Financial discontentment is the reason why you are stealing at the workplace. Yeah. They have not seen. You see, why why steal at the workplace? Why steal? If you, your conscience cries, and it's not money you really enjoy it. 
you have stolen 20,000 Ghana cities. So this guy moved from the house, joined friends, joined harlots, enjoying, blowing time, all his, his deception until he began to be in want. I pray that me and you will not get there where we we'll begin to be in want. You can begin to be in want of a father but the father is not there. You see, this guy, he was clever. He came earlier to meet his father. But if he had not come earlier and had met his senior brother, because when he even came, the senior brother said that, hey, he bought. This guy was wasting money on Harold. The father even didn't know that about the Harold, but he knew that he was money. Then you have brought him home and you have, you have killed a feather car for him. You have not done anything for him. So if, if the father was not around and this guy had come around and said, hey, whoa, when daddy was alive and this, look, I don't, I don't, I don't tolerate this nonsense out before I release the dogs. <laughs> e. Sometimes when your father's around, it's better. Hey, there are some elder brothers. They don't tolerate such things. That's why you must come back when the father is around. <laughs> you can be in want of a church. Yes. You can be in want of a husband. Yes. Because you went. Because you went. Now you want the husband. Or you want the wife. Now, the one you went to take was very, very, oh, honey, because you didn't hear, honey, honey, they call you, call me papa. And the husband, honey, 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 honey. So, this one, it sounds more nicer than my wife. Look, you have not married her before. That's why. Yes. When you live with him or with her for 20 years, then you see. Oh no, me, I'm, me, I'm, not, I'm not impressed in this. One year, they, they, no, 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 no. It doesn't impress me. Whether after 15 years, you be calling honey, honey. Bible said it began to be in want. And there arose a mighty famine. Sometimes some situations can come. And knocks you down. And then he went to join himself to a citizen of another of the, of the country of the country. And he sent him to feed swine. You see, that was even more delusional because where we have gotten to know, you see, you need help. 
And rather than find help, you are going to join yourself to a child of the devil. You are going to join yourself to an unbeliever. Does not know God. Why don't you, you, you live in a home where you knew God. Why don't you turn back? But there was further deception. That's why for the madman, it took Jesus to cast us 6,000 devils. I don't know how many devils are influencing, but everybody is prone to be influenced by devils, even pastors. Yes, the father of a pastor said that devils can influence you. Oh, yes. Because the devil, the devil, the devil doesn't respect anybody. You are nothing. You are, you say you are anointed prophet, so what to him? Nothing, he doesn't, even, even Jesus went to tempt him. He tried to deceive Jesus. Yes. He tried, he tried to deceive Jesus by, you say, you don't have bread to eat. Oh, I can help you to, to get bread to eat. I can help you cry. You don't, have, you don't have money. I can help you cry. So, you are not better than Jesus. The only thing he doesn't like about you is your holiness. Yes. Holiness is simply the Holy Spirit influencing your life. And the Holy Spirit influences your life. Do you know how he influences your life? The Bible says in Romans 4, 1, 4, he was declared to be the son of God with power according to the, uh, the spirit of holiness by the resurrection what? from the dead. So, Jesus was declared to be the son of God according to the, with power, according to the spirit of holiness. In fact, I've thought about this scripture. But I said, God, God called Jesus his son when he came out after the water and not his son when he rose from the dead. So then, what about that? You see, but when I read Paul's letter in Romans 6, 3, then I understand that when we were buried with Christ, we also, so when we were being baptized in Christ, we were buried with him. So Jesus' baptism by John was his first death. It was a form of death to humble himself under John. He died. It's like, you see, sometimes humbling yourself kills you. I mean, if they put a young boy above you as your, as, as, as your boss, as, as your whatever, and then you humble yourself under him and obey him, there's nothing, there's nothing else to not to obey. Are you understand me? But when the person says, no, you know, you, uh, uh, we've been here for a long time. You are not dead yet. So I realized that that was when, when he died, the father said, you're my son. That was the Holy Spirit. Spirit. The Bible says it was a dove. Are you understand what I'm saying? It was a dove that came upon him. But when the, the dove came as the spirit of holiness, and when he came as the spirit of holiness, Isaiah 11 says that that spirit of holiness was the spirit of God, spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding, spirit of 
might, spirit of counsel, spirit of knowledge, spirit of the fear of God. This, so holiness has to do with when the spirit of wisdom comes into your life. So as I'm teaching right now, there are impartations of spirit of wisdom. You are getting a certain wisdom. That wisdom makes you think in a holy way and do a right thing. That's what the devil doesn't like. Holiness. Holiness is not like, oh, I don't fornicate. But you are proud. Because, because these things also influence our thinking. Wisdom, knowledge. We don't know tomorrow. Hmm. We don't know tomorrow. Young Chester, he's always casting the devils from his life. So we bind devils. They want to enter, but we bind them. Don't lose God, because anybody can be deceived. Lucifer is the deceiver. Is he's the source of the He himself deceived himself, and he tries to use that deception to delude. Is that not you told if, or if it you also be as gangantuan like God? So be gangantuan. Don't look for. Don't. There's not. There's nothing anywhere. There's nothing anywhere. There's nothing. There's nothing anywhere. This is what you have. There's nothing else anywhere. Why you want to steal and have it? But the Bible says he went to join himself to a sinner of a country. And they sent him to go and feed swine as pigs, which was an abominable uh, animal at that time. I mean, see how his life had become. See how his life had become. See how his life has become. If you had probably accepted that condition and lived in it, maybe life would have been better. There's nothing better anywhere. Hey, I'm telling you, there's nothing anywhere. You can follow high-faluting things and go off. If you eat this tree, you become like God. You cry, you want to become like God. Even the, what God gave you that, take care, uh, uh, fill the earth, cry. You have, not even, you have not even started. You have not even started. The work that God has given to you, you have not even started. Say, you want to become like God so that you, you know you have new explorations. Satan is a thief. So this guy, in Luke 15, verse 17, the Bible says that now, for the first time, I'm sure the Holy Spirit came to me. He came to himself. It means that the demons had left. Now, when his mother advises, he listens. 
when his father advises, look, when people are being advised, they don't listen. Expect demons. A man with 6,000 demons, where were they? I pray that we'll be content with our church. I pray we content with our pastor. God didn't give your pastor everything. And God hasn't given everything. Only Jesus had everything. No man of God has everything. So what you see, somebody that you don't see in your father, it means that maybe you're not supposed to have it. Oh yes. My father didn't, didn't have a house in Accra. He didn't have a house in Accra. And then I walked to a house and I said, look, I'm coming to take it. somewhere. Have a vision. I want to do this. But be content with where you are. Be happy and enjoy it. Be content with your home. Be content with your church. Be content with your wife. Be content with your husband. Be content with your brothers. in La or L.A. You know, my father didn't go to school. My mother didn't go to school. His father took some of his siblings to school. But he, he didn't go to school. He and his other brother they didn't go to school. His near brother. See, but interestingly, the two who didn't go to school, they rather took care of their father. My father built a house, three story, in a hometown, and said his father should eat from the rent. But I realized that when I was young, anytime his father, I mean, uh, my grandfather was old, so he would get down from his story building, come, come and sit down. Anytime I see my father sitting with him, no, I can hear the accusation. Hey, he didn't take me to school. He didn't take me to school. I mean, there has never been 
Every time he's telling him, you didn't take me to school. You didn't take me to school. You didn't take me to school. I mean, complaints. And he was taking care of his father. Then one day, I, I was, maybe I was about 12, 13 years old. I remember, I remember, I was sitting around and his, my grandfather's cousin, he was in Kumasi. So my father had to go and stay with him. And then he taught him how to do uh, jewels. So that was what he was doing. That was, that was his job. The Jew, I mean, he was doing jewelries and all those things. So the woman whose husband t- trained him had also come home because the husband was dead. And the woman had come to visit my grandfather. And my father was there and I could hear my father raising the accusation again. That he didn't take me to school. And you know what? The woman said, Look, be content that he didn't go to school. They said, Have you seen this bed? He said, This bed, which is always uh, uh, around the, the water, you know, these beds on the sea, they're always catching fish in the sea, they're always around. All the, all the, all the, all the. Then he said, have you seen that bed? He said, yes. He said, that bed was always, it was just giving him a parable. It was always complaining to God. Oh God, I want to be always flying high. Look at the eagle. Me, every time I'm just around the sea. I don't fly much and everything. And so one day God said, you have complained enough. So, from today, fly. The day it flew, not with the hunter was looking for birds. And as was flying, the hunter gate, pull! Other birds lost their lives. Then, after, how uh, do you call it, uh, fear, pa, 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 pa. he fell by the riverside. Then he said, Oh God, please, I like here. So he was giving a proverb that maybe if you're going to school, you would not be alive. So be happy. This and 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 when I when I actually assess and look at him, I sometimes I just tell him that the way you are, you would have died. Because he knows how to talk, and I know that Baham is in incumbent government. You would, this man would have been a politician. And we do have overthrown Kuma, and you have been hot. Oh, yes. Because he can talk. He can, he can talk and he can calculate. Even he go to school when it comes to mathematics for his money there. He knew how to calculate. Only he can't write sentence that I'm coming, but for mathematics, you see, sitting there calculating 2,500 days, he has all correct for his money. But the problem is says that that woman's story he says that be happy. Oh, I'm leaving my home. There is no better home than where you are. 
something is deceiving you. I'm leaving my church. There's no better church anywhere. This church. And therefore, we should apply ourselves. Do everything to make the church and the home that God has put us in. Let's do everything for, for, for the thing to work so that the things and the blessings, the gold in the house, we can have access to the gold. Because there's gold here. I said there's gold here. It's a place of gold. It's a vein for silver. If only you, you, you have the right man and stay here. Let's all stay here. Let's all build a church. We'll find the gold of God. We'll find the silver of God. As I close, God intentionally built his church. First of all, it was Moses. He started the instructions of his holy church from the inside, the holy of holies. Everything that was gold. Then you cross a veil, blue white, purple, and red scarlet. When you come inside to everything there is gold. Wood, but overlaid with gold. So you find a table with bread, a candlestick with light, and an altar of incense, also made of gold. Then you pass through another door. When you come outside, now you enter the outer court, and you meet brass, copper, copper and zinc, brass, with water, my God. And then you go a little further, you meet a plate, a brass, also where animals sacrifice. The place is bloody. And then you enter outside. Now, you see things, good skin, ram, ram, male sheep skin, dyed red, badger skin inside as curtains. What is this? In fact, one book said that when you saw it, it looks like a huge coffin. So when they give you even the temple, you don't like it. But don't make it. Because he's a god. Isaiah 45 is 15. Jesus, thou art God, thou hide yourself. Outside doesn't look nice. But when you, and when you start from the front, you meet the brass. When you go, you meet gold. They meet gold and the glory of God. That's how this church is like. You see, when, when, you, when you stand outside, you may see a very foolish place. It looks very foolish. It doesn't look nice. But if you care to go deeper in God, I'm not talking about just walking into the building. But if you go deeper in God, in the church, you'll find that there's so much gold here that will change your life. That is why you must go deeper. Go deeper in God, in the church. Don't stay at the, at the, periphery, at the periphery. It's the more deeper in God, the, the less deluded you'll be. 
Because in the holy place, Satan can't enter there. There's no voice of the devil. He cannot enter where the glory is. So as I close, Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. My verse. Oh, spirit of the living God, I worship you. The devil is a liar. He cannot have his way. In the name of Jesus. He said, let your conversation. That word conversation is the word um, behavior. Let your behavior be without covetousness. Covetousness is when you want somebody's, somebody's whatever. You know, we are so covetous. One day, I was, in the, I was somewhere and I saw a pastor wearing a certain shoe. You see, the shoe didn't look nice. It, it was like half, this half shoes. Also, this is very nice. So, if I get one, it, it, it will be very powerful. So, I was looking at this. This is very nice. So, me to ask my sandals, my slippers, with some whatever on it that somebody signing, signing that somebody bought for me. I was wearing it. Then another pastor also saw me and said, Oh, Charlie, this thing is very nice. Oh, your own. Your, this is very. So, he had not seen this guy's own because we are all there and we're not a lot. But he can't see this one, but he sees moon as nice. Me too. The one that is nice, that, uh, the one that I'm wearing, you know, I'm also seeing somebody as nice. He wants me, I also want this one soon. I say, hey, when I start, I say, hey, tell the Lord, please give us contentment. I. It's like you have somebody is looking at it. But I knew that it was the Holy Ghost who was trying to talk to me that look, be content. Because what the guy is wearing, my cry is preferable. And yet, I want to say, ah. Maybe your life is better, but you're looking at somebody's outside glamorous life and you want this life. So, because you are not happy, so say, be content with side, uh, uh, let your conversation behavior build that covetousness eh? and be content. Oh, spirit, say, spirit of God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Your dear son, give me a contented heart. Such things as you have. Now, start counting what you have. You have children. You have a bed. You have food to eat. Be content. Be content. When you are contented, you'll be thankful to God. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Oh, Jesus Christ, son of God. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. And surprise you what the Lord has done and it will surprise you what the Lord has done and it will surprise you what the Lord has done but he said be content with such as you have. For he has said, 
God, I will never, never leave you. What you don't have doesn't define whether the God is with you or is not with you. The presence of God is not defined by what you have or you don't have. And that's why, you see, by Paul some people think that godliness, uh, 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 gain is godliness. Gain is not godliness. The fact that you have many cars, you have many, doesn't mean God is with you. No, 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 no. Then God is with you. That is not what defines the God is with you. If you're having a very big church, doesn't define the God is with you. That, that, that's not the difference. God may be with somebody in a very corner who is doing very little. God has given him just one thing to do. He's not a pastor. And the person is just faithfully doing that thing. And God is doing Nobody knows him. But God is with you. So we want the show. Oh God. So I'll never leave you. I forsake you. When I look at my life, there was a time I didn't have. Feel God. I could sense God. I was eating a munangwa, and then mukwa yechi with sardine. But I could feel God. I could feel God. Sometimes I just know that there's an angel here. And before I realize, because you want to show that God is with you by the things you have, you start compromising and doing things. So I'll never leave you. Never forsake you. We are contented to be in love. Because it doesn't define whether he's with us or he's not with us. And if I am, a, I am, and he's gone, that's why I said God is powerful. God is, God is with me. even be more with us. Oh yes. That's why we are even alive. I pray to God that all the flies that move around our head trying to deceive us Holy Spirit fire will bend them. I pray to God that all the deception in our hearts God will bend them. I pray to God that will come to our senses. All spells, all witchcrafts, 
all incantations, all wickedness, all manipulations, all dominations of witchcraft. The name of Jesus, the name of the King, the name of Jesus, the power of Jesus, the name of Jesus, in whom the Heavenly Father has invested His name, in whom the Holy Ghost has invested His name. May that name, may that name, may that name break the deception, the delusions. May we come to our senses. May He tear the ropes, tear the threads, break the chains, and may we be clothed in our right mind. May He give us sound mind and sound heart. Let's be on our feet. Just pray for yourself in the name of Jesus. Surrender everything to Jesus. Surrender everything to the Lord Jesus. For I surrender everything to you, Lord. My life, Lord, my family, the church, own us, Lord Jesus. Father, own our, own our hearts. Let Satan's power be broken. It is over for him in the name of Jesus. I pray God, take away the discontentment from us. Take away lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, lust, pride of life. Lord, break them in the name of Jesus. Pride of life. Break the law in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Deliver us from the show, the show off. Show off to man. Deliver us from pomposity and pride. Deliver us from caring so much about our reputation. Who is who? Who we are. Deliver us. Lord, from who we, from who is who and who, who 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 is what, in the name of Jesus, and from strange flesh, in the name of Jesus, let the angel of the Lord, oh, from the Father, through Jesus, minister to us contentment. Let the Spirit of God minister to us contentment. Make us a joyful and a, and, 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 and a contented people, Lord. Make us Christ-like. For godliness with contentment is great gain. Father God, make us godly and contented in the name of Jesus Christ. You are here. You don't... Thank you for listening to The Refreshing Word with Bishop David Yali. Visit us at the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, Love opposite the La Community Bank, Accra, Ghana. For prayer and counseling, please contact us on plus 233-505-304-337. God bless you.